भगवते वासुदेवाय श्लोके भक्तिर्भवति नैष्टिकी कृष्णाय वासुदेवाय देवकी नंदनाय च नंदगोपकुमाराय गोविंदाय नमो Krishna welcome all of you for today's discussion of Shrimad Bhagavatam we are reading from canto 5 chapter 24 titled as the subterranean heavenly planets we are reading from verse 25 it's a prose so i'll just read it yasyanudasyam evasmat pitamahah kila vavre natusvapitryam yad अनुदास्यमस्यवि certainly asmat ar pitamahah grandfather kila indeed vavre accepted na not tu but sva own pitram paternal property yat yat which uta certainly अकुतः भयम फ्यूलेसनेस पदम पोजिशन दीयमानम बीइंग ऑफर्ड भगवतः दैन द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड परम अदर इति दस भगवता बाय द सुप्रीम पर्सनालिटी ऑफ गॉडहेड उपरते व्हेन किल्ड खलु indeed swapitari his own father translation bali maharaja said my grandfather prahlad maharaja is the only person who understood his own self interest upon the death of prahlad's father 
Hiranyakashipu, Lord Nusimhadeva, wanted to offer Prahlada his father's kingdom and even wanted to grant him liberation from material bondage. But Prahlada accepted neither liberation and material opulence. He thought our obstacles, sorry, Prahlada Maharaja accepted neither liberation and material opulence, he thought, are obstacles to devotional service. And therefore, such gifts from the Supreme Personality of Godhead are not His actual mercy. Consequently, indeed of accepting the results of karma and jnana, Prahlada Maharaja simply begged the Lord for engagement in the service of His servant purport. Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has instructed that an unalloyed devotee should consider himself a servant of the servant of the servant of the Supreme Lord. Gopi Bartahu Padakamalayor Dasa Dasa Anudasaha. In Vaishnava philosophy, one should not even become a direct servant. Prahlada Maharaja was offered all the blessings of an opulent position in the material world and even the liberation of merging into Brahman, but he refused all of this. He simply wanted to engage in the service of the servant of the servant of the Lord. Therefore, Bali Maharaja said that because his grandfather, Prahlada Maharaja had rejected the blessings of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in terms of material opulence and liberation from material bondage, he truly understood his self-interest. Om Agnana Timirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Uta Padakamalam Shri Guru Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatanvitam Tam Sajeevam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakham Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Vancha Kalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Namaha Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhara Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 
राम राम हरे हरे योत प्रवेश मम वाचम इमा प्रसुक्ता संजीवयतिखिलशक्तिधर स्वधाश्रवणत्गादी प्राणानमो भगवते पुरुषाय तोभ्यम सो हरे कृष्ण सो वी आर स्टडिंग द सबटेरियन इन हेवनली प्लैनेट्स एंड वी ऑल्सो नो दैट दिस सेक्शन ऑफ श्रीमद् भागवतम इज क्वाइट इंटिमिडेटिंग इन वन सेंस बिकॉज इट्स गॉट लॉट ऑफ टेक्निकल डिटेल्स एंड इट टॉक्स अबाउट क्रिएशन बट टाइम एंड अगेन वी सी इन श्रीमद् भागवतम द मेन थीम ऑफ भागवतम एक्चुअली इज इज ऑलवेज फोकस्ड ऑन विच इज डिवोशनल सर्विस टू कृष्णा and therefore uh, veda vyasa actually brings in 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 this case uh, we are talking of uh, prasatala planets and here he has brought out the episode of uh, mahabali mahabali actually we see this in the 8th canto as well in detail but um, a glimpse of that is given in in this section of shrimad bhagavatam and uh, yesterday was a beautiful class by his uh, grace gopavrindesh prabhu so i thought we will continue a little bit meditation further on vamandev because uh, this is a very interesting episode of in, interest very interesting incarnation of the supreme lord actually uh, vamana lord vamana is also called as is called by many names he is also we know vamandev and trivikrama but he is also called as urukrama and he is also called as balimardana so there are so many other names that uh, vamana vamandev is given huh? upendra is the younger brother of indra so a lot of names are given to vamandev and there is ashtottara also which uh, which is revered and sung for vamandev's incarnation it's a very important incarnation especially in the daily in the daily practices a spiritual practice of the brahmanas also in this incarnation the lord was a brahmachari he comes as a brahmachari a new vatu a new brahmachari right he comes with a umbrella and chilajina which is the deer skin and he comes with a kamandalu uh, and a, a begging bowl <laughs> interestingly uh, the previous four incarnations which were the previous four incarnations matsya kurma varaha nrsimha so if you see the previous four incarnations were something to do with pashun which is animals like matsya kurma varaha and uh, nrsimha but apart from matsya matsya occurred twice matsya's incarnation happens twice but apart from matsya all the other three incarnations and even after vamana which is parashurama rama krishna kalki they are all to do with annihilation of the enemies they'll come and you know only fighting happens nrsimha deva to it was and varaha deva there was fight so it this incarnation actually there is no fight there is no fight he doesn't bring his weapons so quite interesting Uh, although he is called yagna isha here he is called yagna yachaka he comes to beg so he is coming with arms open you give me usually he comes and slashes but it's a very interesting inc- incarnation here and uh, how this happened is now vamadeva is a son of aditi and kashyapasuta he is called kashyap kashyapamuni now uh, brahma's son is marichi marichi's son is kashyapa and kashyapa marries the 60 daughters and among the 60 daughters two daughters are very significant which is aditi and diti uh it's very interesting because in the 8th canto aditi uh, aditi is glorified and aditi is serving uh, kashyapa muni she is serving uh, kashyapa muni and she prays to her husband to uh, to request for a good son 
and then when she prays like this she begets lord indra so first she gets she gets indra and then follows all of the devatas the 33 crore devatas all her uh, uh, sons uh, and daughters of aditi devi that's why she is called as deva mata aditi diti means bound bound by aditi means which is boundless so that aditi means boundless so she becomes the deva mata how is 33 crore go gods always we mention 33 crore or 1 crore is 10 million Uh, actually there are 33 devatas and then each devata has one crore followers so in that sense 33 uh, who are they they are the 11 rudras dwadash aditya dwadash aditya means 12 adityas sun is one of them so 12 adityas uh, ekadash rudras ashtavasus how many 11 plus 12 plus 2 11 plus 12 plus 8 11 plus 12 plus 8 is Huh? 31. Is it not? 11 Rudras, 33. And then you have 23, 8 Vasus, and then 2 Ashwini Kumaras. That's why we, we have 2, 2 Nostrils, Ashwini Kumaras, Ashwini Devatas. So 33. And each have 1 crore followers. So therefore 33 Devatas, 33 crore. That's how the 33 crore comes in, the, comes in one sense. And then Diti gives birth to the demons. Uh, you know hiranyakashipu hiranyaksha and all the followers of the demons now that's the asuric lineage and talking of mahabali the lineage is hiranyakashipu prahlad maharaj virochana and now mahabali so hiranyakashipu is the great grandfather of uh, of of uh, mahabali now what had happened mahabali was defeated already by indra using his vajrayudha right he's already killed and then due to the help of narada muni and shukacharya he's actually resurrected back again and then shukarja he begs shukracharya what should i do to regain my power so then he advises a particular yagna he does the yagna and regains back the heavenly planets and then the demigods don't have a place to reside and it is then when aditi mata actually approaches kashyapamuni and kashyapamuni you know these are saints so they go into trance for months and years together they don't wake up so they just are immersed in trance so when uh, this is all in eighth canto actually um so now again, again aditi approaches man now she is troubled she is troubled because all her children who is demigods or devatas have been uh, bereft of their place so she approaches kashyapamuni and kashyapamuni you know when they meet generally when we pick up the phone we always talk bad you know bad news we also see in the first canto when arjuna comes back to meet yudhishthira maharaj he doesn't talk about the bad news immediately he talks all all the news of the world and then he presents his stuff in the same way kashyapamuni and aditi do not discuss the problem the problem is aditi has come with a problem that my children are bereft of the heavenly planets so the culture is kept up they talk about the world what is happening and then uh, kashyapamuni says by any chance that it was there any inauspiciousness that happened are you all taking care of your uh, duties properly are you all doing your fires are you doing your fire sacrifices properly and after that after all of that discussions aditi presents her predicament that my sons then he says are my children doing good now it's quite interesting because kashyapamuni is a father of both suras and asuras so he has to ask the well being of the demons also <laughs> so he says are my children doing well now aditi only owns the demigods so she says some are good but mine are not well <laughs> because the aditi's children are good my children are not doing well so now you see the contrast between dhridrashtra asking huh? धर्मक्षेत्रे कुरुक्षेत्रे धर्मक्षेत्रे कुेत्रे सवेता युत्सव पांडवाश्च मई चिल्रन एंड पांडवास 
although they are his own children, brother's child. But here Kashyapamani doesn't do that. But Aditi says, some are good. She doesn't say, my, some are good, but my children are suffering. So, it's quite contrast. And then Aditi presents the predicament that the Asuras have taken over and under the jurisdiction of Bali Maharaj. And that is when uh, Kashyapamani presents the Payovratam. You all heard that, Payovratam. Payo means milk. So, he, he, advise, he advises her to do a vow of 12 days, which has to be broken on the 12th day, which is Dvadasha. The 12th day, the vow has to be broken. Payovratam means to do everything with milk. To only have milk, to do Abhishekam with milk, to do worship with milk, to only consume milk and not take anything else. It's only milk everywhere. 12, 12 days of Payovratam. And then he says, this arrangement is the arrangement of the Lord, so only the Lord can find a solution. But for now you perform this 12, 12 days of Vratam, Payovratam. So he says, Savidhasyati tekaman harir dinanu kampanaha amogha bhagavat bhaktir netareti matirmama. So like, saying like this, Kashyapa finishes to say, now you do your vrata, now you do your uh, milk fast and whatever, and then you, we will leave it to the Lord and we will see what happens. What's interesting is, when, when Kashyapamani advises Diti, Aditi to do the payovrata, he mentions a few things that she has to do. The first thing she has to do is do bhuvarahavrata. You have to go and use the, the, the clay that the boar incarnation has dug out. So she, he, she, he advises her to worship the bhudevi and the varahadev, the boar incarnation. And again, this incarnation of Bhuvara, that's why we always call him Bhuvara. See, we have to take the, the consort's name before the Lord's name. So, we can't say Varaha there, you have to say Bhuvara. That's why you see Bhuvara, Bhuvara temples everywhere. Bhu is Bhumi Devi, which is the second consort of the Lord, the Bhu Devi. Uh, time and again, the significance of Varaha Dev also comes in terms of any sacrifice being performed. Why is that? We see in the third canto, Varaha Dev is sacrifice personified. His hair, well, Varhadev is a boar incarnation, but he's, he's a transcendental boar. His hair is actually the Yagnopavita, the, the Darbha grass. And the, the water that he sprinkles is actually the water that is sprinkled after the Charanambra. So, actually the boar incarnation of the Lord is the personification of sacrifice. So, therefore, any sacrifice that has to be performed, Varahadev has to be worshipped. So, therefore, Kashyavamuni advises her to worship Varahadev also in there. And what's interesting is this culture is even today practiced in all the sampradayas, worshipping of Varahadev, worshipping of uh, Vamandev. Though therefore these two incarnations along with Rama and Krishna are worshipped and that is also worshipped by the sannyasis in the syllable Om. So Om has uh, Varaha, Narasimha, Rama and Krishna. Um, so, uh, after all of this, Aditi, Aditi Mata finishes her Payovratam and the Lord appears before her. So why I am mentioning this is the Lord incarnating as Vamandev is already predicted before he even enters the womb of Aditi Mata. So it's quite interesting. So there are three prayers that Aditi Mata prays. So after the, the Lord appears, once she finishes her vrata, the Lord appears and then she presents three prayers to the Lord. Now why three? You have to understand. So the three, the story of three starts from there. She, she presents three prayers. The first prayer, beautiful prayers it is. I'll just read the first prayer. Shri Aditi Ruvacha Yed 
ಯಜ್ಞೇಶಯತ್ನಪುರುಷಾಚ್ಯುತೀರ್ಥಪಾದೀರ್ಥಶ್ರವಶ್ರವಣಮಂಗಳನಾಮಧೇಯ ಆಪನ್ನೋಕವೃಜಿನೋಪಶಮೋದಯಾದ್ಯ ಶ್ರೀಡೀಶ ಭಗವನ್ನಸಿ ದೀನನಾಥ ಅಡ್ರೆಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಯಜ್ಞೇಶ ಯಜ್ಞ ಪುರುಷ ಅಚ್ಯುತ ತೀರ್ಥಪಾದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಲ್ ಶಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಆಫರ್ಡ್ ನಾವು ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಮಿಸ್ಟ್ರಿ ಹಿಯರ್ ದ ಭಾಗವತಂ ರಿವೀಲ್ಸ್ ದ ಮಿಸ್ಟ್ರಿ ಸ್ಲೋಲಿ ಶಿ ಆಫರ್ಡ್ ತ್ರೀ ಪ್ರೇಯರ್ಸ್ ಶಿ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಅಡ್ರೆಸ್ಸಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಈಶ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಈಶ ಮೀನ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಈಶ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆಫ್ ದ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಯಜ್ಞ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಯಜ್ಞ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ದ ಸ್ಯಾಕ್ರಿಫೈಸ್ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ಟು ಬಿ ಡನ್ ಟು ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ದ ಲಾರ್ಡ್ and then she addresses vamandev um, so the lord as yagna purusha yagna purusha means the enjoyer of the sacrifices huh? he is the perfor- he is the actually he is also the performer in one sense so he is the yagna he is the sacrifice and he is the enjoyer of the sacrifice see propad translates this as purusha means enjoyer huh? purusha doesn't mean male purusha means pura isha iti purusha every jeeva in this living body is called as purusha so yagna purusha he is the purusha and then she addresses the lord as teerthapada it's quite interesting teerthapada means at whose lotus feet stand all the holy places of pilgrimage see what's interesting is when the lord descends to this material creation he fulfills multiple tasks and we also know that um, he also brought the ganges into this material world so all holy activities started because the lord punctured the it was everywhere and when the ganges started to flow so therefore she is addressing the lord as teertha pada already that your pada will be worshiped because you are holy and you will be actually doing that so teertha pada and then she also addresses teertha shravah teertha shravah prabhupa translates as uh, celebrated as the ultimate shelter of all saintly persons teertha shravah so we know when the when mamandev punctured the universe and brought ganges down what happened the first first uh, saint person who collected the water was brahmadev brahmadev collected the water in uh, his kamandalu so teertha shravah shravana mangala namadheya your names are very auspicious uh, now what is the connection between mamandev and invoking auspiciousness when we were when we do worship probably when you do achaman you will know when you do achaman or when you put tilaka you know keshavayana madhavayana narayanayana govindayana vishnavayana trivikramayana and then trivikramayana vishnavayana trivikramayana vamanayana shridharayana rishikeshayana vamana is here on the left side and similarly when you do when you do achaman you do vaman vamanay om namo vamanayana trivikramayana so you do the right ear and the left ear when you do the detail achana so your names are shravana mangala namadheya so you will purify our existence by taking your names vamana aapanna loka virjinopashamodya adya so see aditi is glorifying the lord with all of these adjectives and somehow she is hinting that you will be incarnating as vamandev in my I'll, i'll be uh, carrying you in my you know 
as a, in my womb. So all these prayers, Aditi has already prayed, and you will see Bhishma Dev repeating it after that. Bhishma Dev will repeat, and then uh, many other uh, Brahmanas will repeat these prayers of Aditi Mata because she is Deva Mata. So of course, all the Devata's prayers should come from the mother. So mother is Aditi, so therefore all these prayers, her prayers are the root for all the prayers of the demigods later in Srimad Bhagavatam. The second prayer, she is already given a hint of Raman Dev in the first. The second prayer is. Vishvaya Vishvaya Vishva Bhavanasthiti Samyamaya Svairam Grihita Purushakti Gunaya Bhumne Swasthaya Shashva Dupabrimhita Purna Bodha Vyapaditatmatamase Haraye Namaste So she prayed to him as Vishvaya Vishva Bhavanasthiti Samyamaya I'll tell you why these are all important when we actually talk of when when uh, when Vamandev comes and begs to Mahabali. Vishwa means unto the supreme personality of Godhead, who is actually the entire universe. Who copied this shloka? Vishmadev copied this shloka. When? Vishwam Vishnurva Shatkaro Bhuta Bhavya Bhavat Prabhu. Vishnu Sasranama. The first verse of Vishnu Sasranama. Vishwam. Vishwam Vishnur Vashatkaro Bhuta Bhavya Bhavat Prabhu Bhuta Brin Bhuta Bhavo. We say. Vishwam Vishwaya Vishwa Bhavanasthiti Samyamaya means you are the entire universe. That means you are, you are everywhere. You, you have expanded this here as the entire universe. And we also see Vamandev expands. See, that, that's why there is a clue here. And then she also says in the next verse. Ayuh param vapura bhishtam atulya lakshmir dyobhu rasaha sakala yoga gunastri vargaha gnanam chakevala mananta bhavanti tushtat tvatto nrinam kimus sapatna jayadhi rashihi Here in this verse she says dyobhu rasaha sakala yoga gunastri vargaha Dyo means the upper planetary systems Bhu means the middle planetary systems and Rasaha. So, you give us any body that we like and we can take birth in any of the three planetary systems. It's only because of your mercy. But your body is beyond all of these creations. So, therefore, Lord Vamandev covered all the three planetary systems in two steps. You know, once he covered the Bhumi and then the, the, the upper planetary systems. So, she is giving already the clue. Now, but what happens here is very interesting. This is why Prabhupada I was thinking, why does, Pro see, this verse when Bali Maharaj speaks, Bali Maharaj is speaking about Prahlad Maharaj, saying Prahlad Maharaj knows the self. But Prabhupada's purport takes us to a different perspective. He takes us to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Gopi Bharata Kamala, Kamala, Kamalayor. Huh? Why is Prabhupada taking us that you have to become a devotee or a servant of a servant? Huh? Because here, of course, Bali Maharaj is addressing his grandfather. So, what is the connection? The connection is here. The connection is, when Aditi Mata prays, she has completed her vow, the Lord has appeared, she has prayed to the Lord, the Lord says, I cannot do anything. The Lord says, I can't do anything. Sorry, I know why you have prayed. You have prayed to save your children, the demigods, but I can't do it. I can't help it. Why? Because the Asuras are protected by Prahlad Maharaj and the Brahmanas. Because they have got the blessings from Prahlad and Prahlad is my devotee. So I can't go against my devotee there. So you are also my devotee. So this is the dilemma of the Lord. Always problem for the Lord. You know? uh, always how to solve this. 
then he says i cannot win with bali maharaj because i cannot i cannot defeat him because he has the kavach of the blessings he has the protection of his of my devotee so if my devotee has blessed i cannot go against even and because aham bhakta paradhina i am i am the servant of my devotee so i cannot go against it so i cannot do it so then she says no 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 how can you how can you say that my dear lord i have fulfilled the vow you have to give me something you have to protect me and then the lord says okay let me think of it i cannot win him with straight you know straight go and defeat him i have to win him with cheating deceit you know he is a master of deceit he is a master of cheat so i will not go as isha i will go as a beggar so by begging i will take not by killing but by begging i will defeat mahabali because by by might i cannot and what's interesting is and then he says i will enter your womb as your son that's when he agrees to enter and as vamandev and then as upendra as your younger child younger to upendra on indra and then he enters and when he enters the womb brahmadev comes and brahmadev when he is in the womb he offers lord has not appeared yet again brahmadev offers three prayers so this question of three is important because in the previous verse we saw aditi mata ji prayed three verses and she also <coughs> says trivargah dyobhurasah trivargah atulya lakshmir uh, and then here also brahma is offering three prayers and in the three prayers the first prayer he offers jayorugaya bhagavan urukrama namostute namo brahmanya devaya trigunaya namo namaha urukrama namostute the brahma ji is already addressing the lord as urukrama therefore he greets the word urukrama also so again he is offered three prayers now why only three prayers we will see what is the connection of three steps that vamandev takes then uh, the lord appears on the you know he appears it's called as vamandwadsi on the vijay dwadasi he appears because she did the 12 day vrat he is appeared and then you know when he appears he grows very quickly he becomes a vatu and then he is done the upanayana samskar all of them you know the surya deva gives him the gayatri mantra uh, and then everybody gives what they can give lakshmi ji also has to give something na so lakshmi ji is residing in the heart so uh, the lord says uh, lakshmi ji i have to go as a brahmachari so please you get down i can't i can't carry you i'm a brahmachari a brahmachari i can't carry lakshmi ji in the heart and i can i cannot become a false brahmachari na so lakshmi ji says i cannot get out of your heart you do whatever you want to <laughs> so there is another problem for the lord so he like, he is asking the lakshmi ji to get down she can't get down so then she says she gifts chailajanam chailajanam means uh, the deer skin there are two uh, there are two asanas on which the saints used to work, pray one is chailajanam one is vyagrajanam vyagrajanam means the tigers you see in shankaracharya's post photos they they sit and meditate on vyagrajanam the tiger skin tiger skin is preferably for people who are very serious about their brahmachari vow and uh, because there are certain vibrations there, there is a science behind it and they don't kill the tigers for that they they take a skin of a tiger which is dead and then chilajanam is for preferably for grahasthas people who can enter into grahastha therefore the lord uses chilajanam which is the deer skin and uh, even if you go to in traditional families you will see they will have chilajanam in their houses deer skin so he carries the deer skin but the deer skin is kind of facing towards him it's very interesting if you see the portrait of vamandev chilajanam the lakshmi ji says i'll come to you not from the heart but as the as the gift that i have given you so the deer skin is actually lakshmi ji but the deer skin is facing towards him 
it's quite interesting why because if she faces bali maharaj then he will get all the wealth so he has to now get the wealth out right because lakshmi kripa kataksha will happen so therefore she has to see the lord now you don't see my my devotee you face towards me and then i will go and beg because when you are begging because aditi mata has already said uh, the previous verse she had called him atulya lakshmi immeasurable your immeasurable lakshmi right now therefore i have to be clever so the lord is facing uh, lakshmi ji is facing him and then he goes and beg so that's how he appears so so then the lord after all of this finally the last donation is given by kubera what does kubera give a begging bowl kubera gives a begging bowl to the uh, brahmachari and then brahmachari goes and takes diksha you know you, you read that right and where does he go for his first diksha he goes to parvati devi that's why she goes, she's called annapurneshwari so her, his her, his first diksha comes from parvati devi and then like that he goes on and then he enters then the arena of bali maharaj he enters uh, the last thing that they give is the the umbrella actually umbrella will be given when they do kashi yatra if you really go to the upanayana sanskaram or when they get married the brahmachari doesn't have anything he doesn't have a bed he doesn't have an umbrella he doesn't have slippers he need nothing but all of this is given to him to attract him into grihasthashram so they are giving some comforts to him okay now you come back and you know in, in weddings they always enact this past time that uh, you come back from kashi yatra and then get married to my sister or something like that the brother is sent so here he enters bali maharaj arena and you know the effulgence of the lord is so much that Mah- maharaj bali is now uh, you know attracted towards this little dwarf brahman and again there is a catch here the he appears as a very short brahman and that is also a catch he doesn't come as a normal brahman he is appearing as a dwarf brahman why because to delude maharaj bali because bali thinks that uh, he's a small tiny guy so i can give it give him anything because he's still on the air that he's won his victory he's victorious now on the on the devatas so he comes as yachaka he begs and we know he begs uh, he begs first of all he says what do you want valivara says what do you want and he says i want uh, i want three steps but he puts a catch the catch is my steps he doesn't say your steps he says my three steps i want that's when uh, bali maharaj couldn't understand i'm a chakravarti you have come to me and asking three steps uh, i can give you anything and that to your steps you are so short and your steps is probably you know 3 feet so why are you asking such low uh, requirement from yourself so this is how the lord is deluding him slowly to take uh, and then you know all the story happens and then he begs and he expands and trivikrama now after all of this one may understand one may think this episode is explained in the rasat in this in this canto why is this even mentioned in this canto why is this even mentioned in this canto what is that that is going on between the lord and his mahajan and devotee actually uh, if you if you see the contrast between mahabharat kurukshetra arjuna is bewildered and he is asking questions to the lord he is asking doubts i have a doubt and there is whole bhagavad gita spoken but here bali maharaj doesn't have a doubt he doesn't have any doubts so in there there was a acharya and a student speaking but here there are two phd you know one is the lord and the bali maharaj is like phd is a phd graduate he is asking and he is giving despite his guru maharaj saying don't give what's interesting is aditi Ma- aditi mata has prayed three prayers brahma ji has prayed three prayers shukracharya also says that this person is going to snatch everything from you shukracharya knows that 
and still despite all of that maharaj bali goes and it says if vishnu has come to take it then i better give away everything so that means he knew and yet he gave away everything so that's the beauty of it and why does the lord why does vyasadev put this in here this is to glorify his devotee this is what uh, the reciprocation of the lord and his devotees we can see in this in this juncture although bali maharaj was actually more powerful than indra actually he was supposed to be the indra in the next uh, uh, manvantara anyways but uh, he was like a, he had one problem bali maharaj had one defect what is that one defect he is a real estate guy he want more real estate property jaldi bana lenge so he wanted to expand very quickly he wanted to go beyond his time and say let me, anyways i'm going to become indra next life let me go and you know buy the property now only and get rid of that guy now so he went and defeated indra dev and sat there but that is what was his mistake he said okay you are powerful but you should not jump ahead of time because krishna says i am time so therefore i will correct you wherever i have to correct you but at the same time i will glorify you so this is the arrangement that uh, the lord has put this to say even the subterranean heavenly planets although it is it is in one sense lower to the demigods it is still glorious because here also my devotees reside what's interesting is if we go to kerala uh, basically many people worship bali maharaj there but many people do not know that he is a devotee of the lord they worship him they worship him but i spoke to few few devotees and they were saying they actually worship bali maharaj but they think the devatas cheated him so they are against the devatas so they think like that literally they think like that. they don't think bali maharaj is the devotee of the lord they think bali maharaj was cheated he is our king but uh, we have to take revenge there is still that you know so the asuric tendencies are still prevalent in, in certain sections of the society but nowhere this sublime message is preached that even in the bilaswarga in the subterranean heavenly planets heavenly planets there is a devotee who who gave away everything and that is what the lord arranged to glorify this devotee so this whole arrangement we see that the lord is actually criticizing bali maharaj or pushing him to the lower planetism but, but no actually he's been glorified that here is a devotee who gave away everything therefore he is a mahajan he is an acharya of atmanivedan otherwise uh, he would not have been revered as one of the mahajans and this is only because the lord actually comes to enact all of this to increase and this this we also see in uh, vritrasura pastimes when vritrasura was an asura uh, he tells indra that uh, what is that verse aham hare tava padaik mula dasanu daso bhavitasmi bhuyah so he saying we are all i am the servant of the servant indra dev you go ahead and kill me i am fine this we are enacting this fast time so this, i am always indebted to the lord dasanu daso bhavitasmi bhuyah so like that the lord reciprocates with the devotee and he is always anxious to serve the devotee and in this case he has come to purify bali maharaj so now i was actually uh, reading and trying to understand this verse gopi bhartuhu pada kamalayor dasa dasanu dasah this verse prabhupad actually uses almost everywhere in his purports wherever there is a mention of servant of the servant in fact uh, bali maharaj said prahlad maharaj said that i want to serve i don't want your see for for example the lord is giving giving prahlad maharaj something the lord is saying okay you take mukti you take get liberated you take this material opulence prahlad maharaj says no the one may think how can you reject the mercy of the lord so the devotee is intelligent also what to reject from the lord and what to accept it's quite interesting because 
material wealth coming from the Lord is not his mercy. Prahlad Maharaj knows this. So therefore, he rejected something coming from the Lord. It's quite interesting. And that's why Dhruva Maharaj also laments once he asks. And then once he prays for the Lord and then the Lord says, I'll give you the planet. Then he says, I should not have asked you for material opulence. Maam Nijabhratya Parshavam. That is what the verse is. That's what Bali Maharaj is saying. That he asked for engagement in the service of his servant. Prahlad Maharaj uh, prayers in uh, 7924. Prahlad Maharaj says, please engage me always in the service of your devotee. Uh, the word Madhbhaktya Pujabhita Pujya Puja Abhya Adhika is significant. In this verse, Prabhupada writes, Abhyadika means superior quality. Many places Prabhupada writes, and even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that more than the worship of the Lord, the worship of his devotee is even more glorious. It's quite interesting this concept. And this concept was actually preached by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That is why our Paddhati, our Sampradaya is actually Dasa Paddhati. That is why we have Dasa next to our names. Even, uh, you know, we sometimes say Krishna becomes mad after Radharani. Radharani is uh, making Krishna dance on her tunes. All this is good. But from a rasa perspective, Krishna is still the master and Radharani is still the servant. The servant and the, and the served. The, that principle is the same. The tattva is the same. Everybody is servant of Krishna. And we follow in the footstep of Rupa Goswami. You see Rupa Goswami, who is the Rupaman, Rupamanjari and then who serves Radharani. They are all servant of the servant of the servant. Therefore, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually when he says Gopi Bhartuhu Padakamalayor he is addressing himself Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is addressing himself as I am the Dasa Dasanu Dasa of whom? of not Nanda Nandana of not Dwarka Desha but of Gopi Bhartuhu Bhartu means one who maintains whom? Gopis not the Gopas also but the Gopis so this is the mode of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that we have to be servant of the servant of the servant of the Gopis so therefore, in one sense, our sampradaya is actually the gopis. In one sense, we are serving the gopis only. Not even the gopas in that sense. So that's what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, I am the servant of the maintainer of the gopis. And this, this pervades in, in, in our whole sampradaya. Uh, and one may think, uh, first of all, this verse gopi bhava. This gopi bhava is superior to Varnashrama because if you read this verse, uh, the whole verse, I don't have the whole verse with me. Uh, this whole verse, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, I am not a Shudra, I am not a Brahmana, I am not a Vipra, I am not a Vaishya, I am not a Kshatriya, I am just a servant of the servant of the servant of the Gopi Bhartu. That's how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says this verse. So on one, one side is the Varnashrama, on the other side is the Gopi Bhav, that is the servant of the servant of the maintenance of the Gopis. So what does it mean to become a servant of the servant? Does it mean that I don't do direct service of Krishna and Radha? Does it mean that I am always somewhere without, without sight? No, that doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean that one is bereft of the personal service of the Lord. What it means is, when I take and accept a spiritual master, when I accept my spiritual master who is the servitor of the Lord, I am serving the spiritual master and the spiritual master is serving the Lord. And sometimes the spiritual master may give me direct service of the Lord, like just like we go into the altar and do the service. But even when we are doing the service of the Lord, the Dasatva is still there. So therefore we put the photo of the spiritual master there on the altar. To say, I am worshipping you my Lord, but I am worshipping you as a servant of my spiritual master, not as a servant of you. 
so this concept is very intrinsic in our sampradaya so when I, even when i am maybe massaging the feet of radharani or 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 gopi or, or the or krishna i am always there next next to me is my spiritual master looking at me how you are doing the service so therefore the photo is always there after i complete the service the last person to go off the altar is my spiritual master i go put the spiritual master to rest and then i go out so therefore this uh, concept of taking the shelter of a devotee is very important uh, which is the crux in all sampradaya in all vaishnava sampradayas this is there the spiritual master and why because and this is very scientific also because bhakti is not a realm of this existence you know we are tatastha shaktis we have what are the three shaktis antaranga shakti tatastha shakti bahiranga shakti tatastha shakti means we are neither here nor there we are in the middle ground you know uh, you have this matrix movie you know in that movie is stuck in a loop looped train loop like just like our melbourne uh, underground loop it's a loop so tatastha shakti means he can either go here or either there bhakti is a complete realm of antaranga shakti of the lord it doesn't belong to either tatastha or bahiranga so how can a tatastha shakti have access to bhakti shakti we cannot access bhakti shakti it's a different realm altogether so we can only access bhakti shakti through a person who has access to bhakti shakti so therefore that person is spiritual master so i cannot go and say i want bhakti shakti i cannot because i am a tatastha my constitutional position does not allow me to access bhakti shakti it has to be accessed but that's what bhakti is awarded it is not attained so therefore my sadhana it's quite interesting because we have sadhana bhakti and uh, raga bhakti uh, well vaidhi bhakti has to both are vaidhi bhakti but one is sadhana sadhana marga will not give me prema directly that is the important thing i cannot achieve prema by my sadhana i can only achieve one thing so there are two tattvas you have to understand one is ashraya tattva one is vishaya tattva vishaya is krishna krishna is the object of our meditation but who is the shelter we take who is the ashraya tattva here it's the guru without taking the guru's ashraya i cannot meditate on the vishaya tattva which is krishna so therefore our sadhana is actually perfection of the instructions given by my spiritual master when i perfect it bhakti is given by my spiritual master's diksha okay you now take you are now eligible to take to worship krishna so therefore he gives us bhakti because bhakti shakti is not within us in one sense uh, uh, yes it in one sense we say bhakti shakti will uh, naturally you know sun rises from our heart but that sun rising is actually an award from the from the uh, from persons who have access to the antaranga shakti of the lord not by mundane jeevas not by mundane uh, tatastha shaktis so in this way uh, the chaitanya chaitanya mahaprabhu has given us this tattva that we have to always be serving the devotees and devotees and the, the lower in the rank that that's better because uh, the the concept of humility is entrenched so therefore gopi bhartuhu pada kamalayor dasa dasanu dasa this this type of indirect method was preached by chaitanya mahaprabhu not to approach the lord directly but always go through the devotees always go through your spiritual master that is why the first anga of the 64 angas of bhakti is guru padashraya one who has not come to the path of guru padashraya is actually not started his devotional service one who has not committed his life for a spiritual master he has not begun his devotional service yet he is actually doing devotional service to come to the point of guru padashraya because only when we come to the guru padashraya then the guru bestows the bhakti 
Otherwise, actually, this is the that is why it's beautiful. This science of bhakti is so beautiful. Why did pa- Rupa Goswami put Guru Padashara as the first principle? Why not the 60th principle? Because without taking the shelter of a spiritual master, one cannot proceed into the next Anga of Bhakti. They cannot. So that is why that is the first and that is what we do in the Bhakti Vriksha programs that we have to come to the first point of taking Guru Pada Ashray. And that's why we take Ashray of Prabhupada. That's why Prabhupada Ashray is first. That's the first step we take actually when we take the um, when we take to Bhakti. And there is a beautiful story. I'll maybe tell the story. I don't know if you have heard the story uh, of South India. Uh, there were five disciples of uh, um, Acharya in the Sri Vaishnava Sampradaya. One of the disciples was uh, Yamanacharya. Sorry, Shri Yamanacharya's five disciples. One of the one of the disciples' name was Kanchipurna. I don't know if you know him. Kanchipurna was a very very exalted devotee of the Lord. He was so exalted that he could speak with the Lord directly. Lord used to come and discuss with him. So he used to do Chamar Seva of the Lord and uh, the Lord and they used to have discussions. Chai, Pani, Nashta, you know, every day these discussions used to happen. And so much so that it became a word of mouth in the whole town that they knew that Kanchipurna can speak to the Lord. So then people used to put applications. Please can you ask today uh, will the Lord show me mercy? And then Kanchipurna used to go and say uh, Vasudeva Datta has asked this question will he get this and the Lord used to respond and then he used to go and tell to the, to the Lord one day one person asked a question I have one small question please ask the Lord will I get Mukti or not please ask him and Kanchipurna went and asked after asking the desire started coming into Kanchipurna now so far he was thinking I am already speaking to the Lord but now because the person asked then he realized actually I am also in this material body I also have to die one day so will I also get liberation or not? So he, he had this katurta, uh, you know, uh, anxiety. Will I ask, shall I ask or not ask? Shall I ask to the Lord or not ask? But the Lord knows he's a super soul within everyone. Kshetra, Kshetra, Gnayor. So then the Lord says, this, this seems to be something troubling in your heart. What is that? You want to ask me? And the, then the Kanchipurna says, no, 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 my dear Lord, I don't have anything. I'm always happy in your service. Then the Lord says, no, 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 I know you're, you're struggling something in your heart. Please speak out. Yes, sir, Lord, you know, by any chance will I be liberated in this life? Uh, the Lord says, uh, you are a very nice devotee, Kanchipurna. I really love you, but you will not be liberated in this life. Now that was a big shock for Kanchipurna. He thought, I am here serving the Lord. Lord is speaking to me, but when I die, I will not go back home back to God. I have to another body. Then he says, then he was shivering and with folded palms, he falls to the feet of the Lord and says, My dear Lord, please tell me what mistake I did. Why cannot I get liberated? Then the Lord says, You have been very serious in my service. But one thing you lack. What is that? You have not served my devotees. You have served me, but you have not served my devotees. So immediately, he was shocked to hear this. The charmer that he was holding, he just drops it. And he runs out of the temple. And he starts asking, Please give me some menial service. I'll wash your clothes. I'll wash your burden. I'll wash your vessels. Please give me some seva. And now everybody knows this person is serving the Lord directly. Everybody knows he, he speaks to the Lord. The moment he says like that, they will say, they will fall at his feet. Please don't give us sins. Now you come and wash our clothes. How, why should we take many births? Please leave us alone. And they go. So they, nobody gives him service because they know he's an exalted personality. So then he thinks, so what will I do? There is no hope now. 
so then he he said same same concept no vaman devas concept deceit no <laughs> the devotees are good at it so he dresses himself as a cowherd boy and he enters one of his own god brother's house and he starts serving the cows without he doesn't speak he acts as if he is a dumb person and then he serves and he serves for 6 months 8 months and the person starts developing love towards this guy the boy says he calls him and he's a elder elder is elderly he says how how sweetly you are serving my cows i become attracted to you why don't you even speak something it's been 8 months you have not opened your mouth and he doesn't open his mouth he continues to do it somehow the person comes to know that he is his god brother immediately he says oh my god what a sin i have committed that you have you have actually come and served me without my knowledge this is not good i don't know how many how many uh, lifetimes i have to take to repay this particular sin that i have committed i have make, made you work with me and things like that but of course then he goes to the lord and he says now my dear lord are you happy that i have served the devotee and i have served with my heart i have not done it artificially i have served with my heart genuinely then the lord says yes now you have become eligible so this story actually in the mathalila krishnadas kaviraj goswami also says mahat kripa vina kono karme bhakti naya krishna bhakti dure rahu samsara nahe kshaya unless one is favored by a pure devotee one cannot attain the platform of devotional service to say nothing of krishna bhakti one cannot be even relieved from the bondage of material existence can you imagine the weight of this verse without serving a devotee one cannot even get free from the material bondage what to talk of krishna bhakti uh, chaitanya chaitanya charitamrita and even prabhupad says in in the bhagavatam purport he quotes narottam das thakur chhadiya vaishnava seva nistara payecha keva which means that unless one serves vaishnavas and brahmanas one cannot get liberations from the material clutches therefore summarizing we see here bali maharaj was saved because he followed the instructions of his grandfather who was a devotee of the lord and because he was a devotee of the lord lord could not kill him or defeat him in that sense so he was protected by the lord's devotion service therefore bhakti and bhakti man bhakti is one sense higher and therefore aham bhakta paradhina so the lord is subservient to the devotees in that sense and therefore we know how the lord goes to rasatala and serves bali maharaj so this paraspar sambandh is there between the lord and his devotees the lord is also anxious to serve the devotees the devotees are also anxious to serve the lord so this paraspar sambandh continues eternally between the devotee and the lord and to to depict this is why in the fifth canto this particular episode is kind of drawn from the eighth canto and put here in the fifth canto so that it doesn't get too boring and we also relish the pastimes between the lord and the, and vamandev uh, vamandev and bali maharaj So with this, I'll come. I'll stop here. Thank you very much. Are there any questions or comments for our corrections? Very much. Did anyone activities other than? Please speak. Hmm. Hmm. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Regarding the.
because he's a devotee and he's so think like uh, then uh, what is the logic like uh, so bali maharaj was a king see actually after hiranyakashipu prahlad maharaj doesn't become the king virochana is not interested actually after hiranyakashipu bali maharaj is the king that's why uh, there is family tradition in asuras the family tradition is going to defeat suras so even in the heavenly plan it's a lord's arrangement if you really see the suras also should not get puffed up in the material world there is always klesha there is always miseries even in the heavenly planets there will be miseries and the miseries the persons who cause misery is the asura so bali maharaj is just enacting that particular family tradition to cause problem to the suras but with always that consciousness that i am a servant of the lord and same with pritrasura also so they are aware that i am a servant but i'll continue to do my vritti which is to cause trouble to the suras so it was in one sense not right from a from a perspective of balance of the ecosystem ecology of sura and asura but at the other side he is also has to execute the lord's arrangement that the suras also should have this uh, adhihauti creation which is a misery that the asura should have to impose upon the suras first thing second thing we also have to understand that mahab mahabali bali maharaj is the representer of a particular clan of people which are the asuras although bali maharaj is a devotee not all his followers might be devotees so to keep them in a in a in a certain arena he has to act as a maharaj like just like lord shiva lord lord shiva acts as mashanavasi and his followers are bhuta preta pishacha although not all of them may be devotees lord shiva is a devotee so he gives shelter to such jivas so in the same way bali maharaj also gives shelter to such jivas in the rasatala planets so therefore uh, the lord uh, puts his agents everywhere like for example Yam- yamraj yamraj is further down actually so imagine the type of krishna katha he is doing there every day he has to judge people you are sinful you are good you are pious you are impious you send him to hell he is actually sending jivas to hell so he is actually in a very difficult position yamraj and that is a seva to the lord to punish someone is a seva to the lord so in the same way to go and wage war against the devatas is one of the seva to the lord bali maharaj seva to the lord to cause problems to indra to teach them a lesson but they do it as a part of dasanu dasa mentality and that's what pritrasura did when he was fighting supater gunams te grinita vak karma karotu kaya so he is always meditating on supate the the supreme lord even though he is fighting as a asura against indra so yes it is demoniac but he was not demoniac but he is uh, upkeeping the principles of just to upkeep the arrangement of the supreme lord in the cosmos that's how i understood it probably i might be wrong but maybe some senior devotees can uh, elucidate further thank you prabhu thank you prabhu and about the serving the devotees yes you know that my favorite which i listen to the acharya dharma yes that's a beautiful one actually yes we should recite it thank you ಶರ್ಮಾಸ್ and he said that he said that might, he might be knowing all the vedas dharmas are doing all beautiful worships deity worships but if you don't serve the devotees that means you might get liberated uh, ikunta but you don't get the krishna prema that's a translation by you know first 